welcome back to our season finale. And just as we always do, we are wrapping it up with a challenge for one of our launch team members. So today we actually have Samson here. Hello. Unfortunately, our counterpart Sam is on vacation. So we have replaced him with our <laughs> Duck Nana. Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, I think it's still called a Duck Nana. Duck Nana. So yeah. Now, this is a very hot commodity, <laughs> um, but yes, we have... Is it, is it still? I don't know if it's still... <laughs> I feel that maybe we'll give it like a year or two, and then you'll find the bids on eBay. Yeah, stocks. stocks. <laughs> we, know, stocks. <laughs> we know a thing or two about that. For sure. Um, all right. So, uh, as I mentioned, we have Samson here today. And, of course, because he is part of the team, we are ramping up the food challenge aspect and are going to take a little bit more of a fun spin on today's episode. Okay. So, for those of you that are just listening in, I would recommend to actually check out the full video on YouTube when you get a chance, uh, as you do not want to miss out on this. I heard the questions Jean asked me yesterday were like, are you lactose intolerant and what's your spice level? So <laughs> I think it's something around that. Yes. So actually, before we get into it, um, mm -hmm. how about Samson? Let's just talk a little bit about yourself. So um, first off, you know, who are you? <laughs> what do you do for lunch? And yeah, just a couple fun facts about yourself. Sure. Okay. Yes. Hello. My name is Samson. Um, for those who don't know me, uh, I am the community manager here at Launch Academy. I started really early, like about a year ago, I guess, in January uh, of this year, 2022. But it might be next year by the time you listen to this. <laughs> yes. But yeah, my name is Samson. Uh, I'm currently the community manager. So as a community manager, I try to connect people and build events um, and try to help people build relationships with one another. Um, and we'll get into my history around that later. But yeah, uh, that's what I do for work, outside of work. Um, my interests, I love playing video games like Love trying a little bit of everything. Uh, I mostly play shooters on PC. I like to click heads, as they say. Um, I like to go to the gym a lot, I guess. Um, try to stay healthy, but at the same time, I also like to eat. So, <laughs> so it's like kind of, it kind of negates. It's one a another. balance. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, I just try to be an optimist about most things. I try not to be too negative. I like to um, try to see the positive side of of everyone everything and and that's how i live my life day by day awesome well samson it's great having you on the team thanks uh samson is one of our i guess he, you are the latest addition that we have to our team now so i guess so yeah you can still call him the newbie even though it's been a year so <laughs> <laughs> i'm still always learning always learning every day right? exactly all right so let's get into the kind of more challenging questions here already no, i'm all just right. kidding now okay we're not gonna do the trivia yet but okay, we are yeah. gonna be testing your knowledge on launch academy as well oh, as some trivia around Ray, of course. So oh. <laughs> this will really test your knowledge, his, uh, Samson's knowledge of how well he really knows Launch and the team here. Okay, good thing but, I'm doing this now after I'm hired and not before. <laughs> okay. Exactly, your probationary period's gone, so yeah. <laughs> we're, we're good. good. We're good, everybody. Um, but yeah, let's just talk a little bit more then about like how you came to Launch. So like, oh, what yeah. were you doing before you came to Launch and kind of like what got you interested in applying at Launch in the first place? Yeah. Um, so my background's actually not in business and tech at all. Mm -hmm. um, like I always grew up loving or interested in business and technology. Like I, I think my earliest memory of this, um, do you know the scholastic book fairs? That, oh, yes. Uh, in yes. elementary school. So yeah. there were these um, book fairs, which is like a catalog where you can go and buy books. But I didn't care about the books. Mm -hmm. The only thing I cared about was this thing called a PDA, personal, no, yeah, personal device assistant. It basically looked like, like a like a smartphone, but before they were all sleek and cool. It had like buttons on the bottom and it was a touch screen, but you can type in all that. So I really loved that. And I think that was kind of my first realization that technology is something I'm really interested in. Yeah. Now, the story goes a completely different way because as I grew older, um, I, I graduated and I actually first went into sound design for visual media. So working mm -hmm. in sound in like movies um, and video games. Went to VFS for that uh, and I did the course and I worked for about a year or two in that industry and I found out that I actually didn't really like it at all. Uh, I see. <laughs> I didn't like sitting in an office all day, which is kind of ironic. Sorry, not sitting <laughs> in an office, maybe sitting in like a lonely studio. Like almost like a cubicle, but like in a different yeah, environment. Yeah, but my cubicle is a movie theater, kind uh, of. Ah, I see, I see. But I didn't like doing that every day where you would do a little task, send it out to somebody that's not in the same building as you, maybe across the country. 
and then you get notes back and you just back and forth and fix the entire time. Yeah. And I didn't really like that. Like my body physically ached from sitting so long. Um, so I kind of took a step back and reevaluated what um, other interests I have. Um, and at that time, well, it's still now, I really like psychology and working with kids. So then I went into a child and youth care counseling program and I got my bachelor's there. And then I started working with kids and I worked with kids from like as young as like three years old all the way to 18. So kind of the whole spectrum. Um, and I worked in schools and summer camps, uh, alternative schools, uh, respite homes. Um, and I mostly worked with kids that have either behavioral needs or like um, they have special needs. Uh, and I did that for a long time. Um, and I enjoy it. I still do. Um, but I think because of COVID, mm -hmm. I got burnt out. Yeah. Um, part of that journey was that uh, during COVID, I was still going into my school sites and doing hands-on work with kids. Like we had masks on and there were extra safety precautions. But compared to everyone else that got to work from home, um, that I thought that was like pretty unfair. Mm -hmm. um, on top of that, the wage for child and youth care stuff mm -hmm. is not great at all. Like I'll flat out say it, like I only made 30,000 a year, 30K a year in Vancouver, which is not, not good at all. So that made me take a step back and be like, okay, am I able to do this for the rest of my life? Mm -hmm. And I pretty much came to the conclusion that I, it's not really something sustainable here in Vancouver. And I don't want to get too ranty about it because mm -hmm. it's like kind of sad that uh, the people or the people that are in charge of the next generation and having to lift them up they get paid so little to not even be able to live in Vancouver. Um, so <laughs> from that experience, I started looking at other avenues uh, and launch caught my eye because it, they were looking for a community manager, someone who was good at building relationships. That's pretty much all I did with kids was uh, teach them how to make friends, how to control their emotions and how to um, be a good person. So I knew how to build relationships. I knew how to um, organize events that help build relationships, um, as well as I had a lot of technical knowledge from my time at VFS and from my time um, doing like Twitch streaming on the side and just general computer interest things. So I checked a lot of boxes. I applied um, and then went through a couple interviews and I got in. And so far, it's been great. Like, this is super cool. I get to be super flexible and this set I got to play around with as much as I want. and. Yeah, now I'm one year in and having a good time. Yeah. But one year <laughs> in, we he still gets confused for Sam and Samson, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we no. have a lot of similarly named people here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. And it's it, I think it kind of gets confusing because, you know, when you start typing out like a message and you write Sam, then the first thing you want to write is like Sam or maybe it's Samson. So yep. Yep. <laughs> anyways, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like I do think that you did touch upon obviously a very sensitive Touch, or I want to say sensitive, but it is a point where I think a lot of countries, um, or North, or sorry, North America especially, I think has a problem where the education system is kind of failing their workers. Like mm. I think, especially in the U.S. as well, and like Canada feels this quite prominently as well. Like our teachers, um, our childcare workers, all of them are being so underpaid, and they're literally taking care of the next generation. But yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's a tough situation. Like, yeah, because because I do genuinely care for all my kids that I've worked with. A lot mm. of the kids I work with um, are good people. They just had a really. Are we allowed to swear on this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tastefully, really, okay, a really a really bad hand at life. They mm -hmm. had a lot of unfortunate life um, things happen to them, and they are trying their best. Same with all the families, like parents. Mm -hmm. They are always trying their best to to be good people and do what they need to do to survive. Um, but that kind of work earns you so little mm -hmm. and the commitment is so high that for my own like um, mental health and physical health and all that, um, and like just being able to afford a place in Vancouver, yeah, I, yeah. like I couldn't see myself doing that anymore. Would I go back to it? I 100% would um, if they paid like just a living wage. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think the breaking point was yeah like that thirty thousand was like that was that well that was after taxes mm -hmm. and I had to pay for my transportation to get down to work every day 
Um, and I calculate how much I'd be saving. I'd be saving like 20 years for a down payment, <laughs> like anywhere in, in Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 But yeah. I do, I do still love the work. Like I still do it on the side. Mm -hmm. Um, but now I'm more picky and choosy about who I get to work with <laughs> and yeah. what families because yeah, organized is just not enough. And I think you also touched a really good point on, you know, um, putting your own like health first. Like, mm -hmm. I think that is something that unfortunately either you don't have the luxury of or because, yeah, actually most of us might not even have that luxury, especially if you're living in a city with super high living wages. I mean, sorry, <laughs> super high living costs and unlivable wages. Yeah. It's, it's extremely tough. Like you really have to kind of choose um, how to balance your life. And not everyone has that luxury to be able to choose in the first place. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're working, I know, in like the childcare system or education system, it's really just driven by your passion and um, love for working with children and trying to make an impact on their development and growth. Mm -hmm. But it can only really go so far. Yeah, definitely. And like, 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 uh, what do we learn in school? When you're on the plane, uh, when the oxygen masks <laughs> drop down, yeah. Who do you take care of first? You put your own one on first yeah. to be able to help your child or the person next to you. So I was kind of at that point where it was like, okay, I have to take care of myself first to be able to help the next person. And like, I don't want to get too, per too, too personal, but like, I don't have the hardest life in the world. Like I, I have stable house and food and transportation. But um, if I ever want to go farther than that, I had to make some hard calls. Yeah, of course. And like it. You know, honestly, I don't think anyone should feel ashamed for, you know, choosing yourself first. Because I think, mm. you know, it, it is a tough thing, especially if you're so used to um, putting other people first. That when you do transition to being like, oh, wait, no, like, I realize, no, like, I have to take a step back here and protect mm. my own health, my own mental first before I can take care of anyone else. And, yeah. you know, it is kind of rough to make that transition sometimes. Yeah. It's a lot of courage and. Even then, when you do make that step, it can still obviously. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is It is tricky because um, I remember when um, uh, I think it was, yeah, around this time last year was when I like made the hard cut to be to say, like, I can't do this anymore. Like, mm -hmm. like um, well, I think I switched school boards and the way the school boards work in Vancouver is like they don't really talk to each other, but they share a lot mm -hmm. of similar structures. Mm -hmm. But I basically jumped from one school district to another and my two three years of seniority in the first one and that's a whole other thing seniority <laughs> in the first one i pretty much went back to zero so it i had reset. to yeah start. it oh reset and i had to start all the way from the bottom and that was kind of the that was kind of the breaking point well i'm glad that you know you decided to make a call for yourself and now <laughs> you're here with us at launch academy for one year yeah. and here you go you're on your own episode now you can share your story about yes. what's going on and also yeah, be uh, <laughs> at the whim of <laughs> some um, experimental challenges okay sounds good i mean yeah give and take you know yeah. i i want to see I, I feel like i've been through more challenging situations but we'll see after this we'll see about this <laughs> I, I i we'll get into what's gonna be happening soon mm -hmm. um but yeah so you know another question i guess for you um is you know since you mentioned that you know you came from a childcare education background and then you've also worked in like media so how was it i guess like coming into a coming into tech but also working within a tech startup because i think there is quite a significant change when you're going from like working with school boards to working within a very small team with it within a startup environment mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah that's a great question oh yeah of course <laughs> i'm also the 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 producer on these episodes so if the audio is a little meh <laughs> let me know um let's see so so how was the transition coming over yeah um i think the first thing that really struck me like the first week was that i got this handy computer right here provided <laughs> for me a beautiful macbook mm -hmm. um and like i still got a computer at my other job at the school district but it wasn't like nice like um and on top of that, a lot of the tools I got were provided for me through the company. I never really had to spend my own money on them, uh, which is something that happens in childcare a lot mm -hmm. or child and youth care is that you spend a lot of your own money with either yeah. it's like food or toys and stuff. Um, and I would say 50% of the time, you'd probably never get reimbursed or it's like not worth reimbursing. Um, so that's always been... Um, kind of surprising for me mm -hmm. 
Um, let's see what else. Um, oh, I know. The first thing that that I noticed was um, how quiet everything is. Like um, when you're in a school um, or when you're in like uh, just just any like child and youth care context, it's always like go go go. Is there something happening here? Something happening there? There's always someone to talk to. There there's always someone to um, to take care of there's mm-hmm. always something to do or like repair or whatnot and i'm not saying like we don't do <laughs> like, <laughs> like we do stuff at logic <laughs> we don't just sit around and, and yeah. wait for stuff to come in um but compared to like the 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 speed of it all like it was a little slower so i had time to like breathe and evaluate what to do and i at the beginning that felt very wrong mm-hmm. um sometimes it still kind of feels wrong because we get these like really busy periods and then like low periods um, so at the beginning that felt really wrong and I felt like I was do so- doing something wrong for not being busy all the time when, uh, in reality, my work, uh, in those moments was like, oh, I had to read and teach myself, uh, some aspects about the job. Um, I could be doing some caretaking stuff on like the digital side, which is not physical. So that, so it's like harder to conceptualize. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it felt wrong to, to be so word like low-key or like to have more I guess like free time I I I think I know what you're getting at and I'd love to also like add in here like I I understand because when I first came to Launch Academy it's almost been actually four years now I'm I'm approaching it quite soon (laughs) um program manager (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I remember I went from working as an office manager at one of the like busiest uh cactus locations Mm -hmm. and yeah, every day was kind of just like, go, go, go. I had my list of responsibilities and it, the day would just kind of fly by. Mm-hmm. But yes, coming to Launch Academy was definitely a shift in perspective because yeah. while we still had our day-to-day work and day-to-day responsibilities, there were there was a lot more, I guess, like downtime to put it. But what I learned as well is that, you know, in that downtime was a really great opportunity to start taking on um, different ideas, pursuing mm-hmm. them, different projects, um, figuring out different ways that you want to improve on. And the really nice thing that I found about working at Launch Academy or just this is my first startup. So <laughs> I don't know if this applies for other startups, but like I just really enjoyed the freedom it has in being able to kind of take um, lead on what you want to create and what you want to build out. Mm-hmm. And it's like and because we are kind of surrounded by entrepreneurs. And then Ray, of course, is also a serial entrepreneur himself. It's kind of like, it's uh, very encouraged. And it's encouraged that, you know what? Sometimes your projects may fail. Sometimes they may never see the day of light. I know there's been a couple, you know, initiatives that we tried and didn't work out. So we scrapped that. (laughs) But it's just that we have that freedom really to just kind of like build out things, give it a try, experiment with it. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to know that it's like, hey, you created this thing or you were an essential part of building out this project. Like for example, Bits and Bytes, mm-hmm. Samson's our producer. He's Weird. the one that kind of elevated the whole, like, you know, <laughs> the whole production, the whole production side of everything. Like now I hope we it got looks some, <laughs> a lot of it is self-taught. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like before this, like Sam and I were just like sitting in like a office. We don't have any of the background mm-hmm. or really nice mics or anything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, elevated the experience here. So sweet. Well, yeah, no, it's it's good. And, and that's one thing I'm like really thankful for, for sure, is that um, that I was given the room, even coming in like someone not from the industry at all. I was given to room and time to grow and learn and experiment. And I was given feedback when it was like necessary. And I was given like uh, all the supports I, I felt like I needed to to be able to do all my projects. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I like I. And, and going back a little bit to like why uh, we feel like we're doing something wrong or it feels off. Um, uh, there's like a nerdy reason that I learned is like the polyvagal theory. Mm-hmm. Some people are so used to being so heightened all the time that when they do come down and are able to socialize and think and do those projects, it feels wrong and off. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like that's that that's something that everyone's able to learn because our brains are all plastic. Like we can remold and, and shape in different ways. But it was something that I definitely had to learn. And it sounds yeah. like you did a bit too. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. The the initial transition was little. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like, I guess like the, I think most of us can kind of relate to this, but I think we've all kind of gone through some 
form of job where it was just like constant go 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 especially if you worked in like corporate mm -hmm. or maybe you worked in hospitality or you worked in childcare. i know childcare especially is going to just be like there's going to be a disaster waiting so there's like always, yeah there's, well not always <laughs> like there, there's lots of fun times too <laughs> i'm like they're really throwing it under the bus but yeah. there is like like um there, there's a lot of great times but yeah like in a in a fast paced school mm -hmm. setting, school is only like what five hours a day out of out of the whole day. Yeah, it's it's there's a lot to cram in those five hours. Yeah, so, so you're always on your toes. I guess is the best way to frame yeah. it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, um, all right. So I guess I have one last question for you then. Mm -hmm. So, you know, on the whole topic of you know working in a tech startup for the first time. Um, what are some things then that you're looking forward to in the next year, whether it's related to directly with launch, um, whether it's looking forward to maybe, you know, um, working with more entrepreneurs mm -hmm. or just kind of like, you know, what are some things that you're excited about in the new year? Well, I'm um, really excited to play the new Legend of Zelda. <laughs> I'm really excited to play Diablo 4. Um, except for Overwatch League to come back. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I think I like I think a year in, um, I've gotten the hang of what the routine is here at launch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Even though it took a year. To be fair, at the beginning of the year when we started, we were still like work from home. Yeah. And then yeah, like a couple was, months uh, later, yeah, right, was when people started coming in. So I felt like the job changed like a quarter of the way through through my job. Mm -hmm. Um but I think for next year at launch. I think I'm I'm ready to start utilizing the network we have here. Like mm -hmm. we have so many uh, VCs, uh, other founders that have uh, like huge exits. So lots of experience from all over the world. I think I'm personally ready to to uh, take advantage is the wrong word. <laughs> well, maybe it's the right word. I, I'm ready to to use it for like um, my ideas and, mm -hmm. and and what I can bring to either the startup space or like to the world. Yeah. Um, in a different way. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to doing that as well as the Vancouver tech community. Um, and then unrelated to tech, I think I'm, I'm also ready to go back to, uh, do some child and youth care work. Um, like I have still been doing youth work and, um, working with kids on the side, but definitely not like, not even part-time hours. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm ready to like start doing that again to keep my skills fresh. And it's always good to give back to the world, do some volunteering or something. Of course. I think it's always important to, you know, keep a bit of like the passion, like spread out accordingly to how you want it. Like mm -hmm. for me too, like on the side as well, like I like to keep a little bit of a hustle that brings in a little bit more of my other creativity juices in. Yeah. Like, yeah. so yeah, I, I totally get that. Like sometimes you just need a little bit of a uh, spread. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it? Like you need three hobbies, like one to make you money, one to keep you creative and some other third one. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> there's got to be yeah. a balance in everything. Yeah, got to get, got to get something going. Exactly. Keep creative. Um, but yeah, no. So far, like launch has been really good to me. Yeah. Like I, I, I've met lots of cool people from all over the world. I'm happy that I'm getting along with a lot of people from all over the world. Mm -hmm. Um, and connecting people online. Um, and yeah, I just, just enjoy connecting people. Oh, I want to bring up one thing. Yeah, of course. Um, a lot of people, and I know this might come up later, is like, how how does child and youth care relate to like community management or like tech? Um, I'm I'm kind of going back to a a point I made quickly earlier, but um, for the record, like a lot of what I do in child and youth care isn't like play some games or change a diaper. <laughs> um, it's a lot about uh, emotional co-regulation which is helping them find, understand, uh, give them the tools like breathing to control their emotions. So they keep in that, um, in that uh, ventral vagal state, that calm, I'm ready to socialize. I'm ready to talk and be productive and participate in the classroom, play a game with some friends. Um, a lot of what child and youth care is, is through that. And before you can even do that, you have to be able to be their friend. And that's mm -hmm. where the relationship, uh, relationship stuff comes in. So that's like knowing how to talk to kids or people, knowing what kind of interests they have, uh, doing their interests when like you don't really want to, um, jumping on the playground and just like playing in a positive manner. Mm -hmm. um, that's a lot of what child and youth care is. It's all about your relationship. So 
because I know how to make relationships and community, I was able to bring that over here. Although like kids and founders kind of different, but a lot of those relationship stuff does carry over like um, those counseling skills, those active listening skills, um, being accountable and all that. It's kind of like you you have the building blocks essentially, or sorry, the blueprint and the blueprint still applies no matter like what stage in life you are, what profession you're in or, you know, where you're from. Like it's all kind of the same blueprint. It's just a matter of tweaking it a little bit accordingly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Like um, I had to take a counseling class when I was in um, uh, when I was in school and like I, I remember sitting back and being like, I feel like everyone should take this class. It's literally <laughs> about how to talk to people and how to listen mm-hmm. to people. <laughs> yeah. So. And I think that, that we kind of touched upon this on one of our other previous episodes, but it is kind of becoming a lot more important now, especially um, within like when you're hiring on new employees or you're fostering, you know, scaling up your teams. Um, having soft skills is just equally as important as hard skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it is really important to, you know, um, continue to work and develop, especially if you are in a manage- management position. Um, it is even more important and essential that those soft skills are constantly being improved and worked on. Mm-hmm, um, so, yeah, one yeah. What, one thing I've been hearing, I don't know if I've been noticing a lot more, niece, like hearing and noticing, but um, a lot of the, the, the experts in the industry tell me like, um, if you're looking for like funding, for example, um, most of the people doing like angel investing or or even VCs, they'll make sure that you're like a good person first or you're a person that they would trust giving money first. Like mm-hmm. they're not going to just give you money because you have a great idea. Yeah. They might, but um, that's not always a guarantee. But a lot of the time people want to make sure that you are someone that could also be like their friend or someone that they can trust with a lot of this money um, to be able to to build up whatever project you're working on. Um, so yeah, those people skills, those soft skills, how to talk, how to be kind to another person, uh, the quality of the relationship, not just your quantity, not just the quantity of relationships, like that all still applies here as well. Yeah. For sure. Part of being human. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should start some course. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm just trying to be mindful of time here. So mm. I do want to get into the second half of this episode. Okay. Um, so as I mentioned, this is a little bit of a more devious special <laughs> episode segment since we do have Samson from the team here. Uh, since he is part of the launch team, I do have a little bit more freedom oh. in how <laughs> challenging our food can be. Okay. So just want to give a quick shout out to Lucifer's House of Heat. They are, they have two locations now, actually, one in downtown, and the second location is now in New Westminster. So Lucifer's House of Heat, as you may tell, um, is a, pretty much has all of the different various hot sauces, spices, and spicy goods, foods, candies that you can think of. They have everything that is hot. (laughs) So, um, I did a little bit of shopping, um, and, um... We happened upon the, what is called the death nut challenge. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So as you can see here, it is called the death nut challenge. Two point ho. There's a skull on the box. Yes. Um, <laughs> and these are the world's hottest peanuts. Um, and each of them have at least a Carolina Reaper Um powder on them along with just based on you know the different levels uh it goes from i may be pronouncing this wrong but chocolate bootla peppers um all the way up to maruga scorpion as well as 13 million scoville cap oh no i'm gonna pronounce this capsaicin? very wrong. capsaicin yes yeah, yeah. capsaicin crystals at the something. very most extreme spice level okay so I don't know if we're going to go through all of these because, you know, I don't want to be liable for any harm or injury. <laughs> we don't have a WC, HR department. Work safe, work safe, DC. <laughs> we're filing exactly. a report tonight. But oh, um, here is what it looks like. It's like, so it's there's, like medicine. It's like packaged like yeah, medicine. <laughs> it's, it has an old pill pocket. There are the different levels on here as well. Okay. Um, so there's getting started, warming up. It's getting real, the pain sets in, and then, of course, the death nut. 
Um, the sales associate there as well made sure that I got the ones that had the most powder on them so that I'm what? getting the most bang for my buck. <laughs> okay. Uh, he also did mention that he was going to pray for you. <laughs> Cool, um, cool. Thank so. <laughs> you. Yeah, the death from Lucifer. Mm -hmm. I got, I got a prayer from. So, okay. How is this I'm gonna ready. work? All right. So, I have a series of questions for Samson. We're gonna put him on the spot here. Mm -hmm. um, all of these are kind of like different trivia facts or things you may or may not know about Launch Academy. Mm -hmm. um, most okay. of these should be fairly easy. Some of them will be a little bit more challenging. It will really test your knowledge of how well you know Launch. Okay. Cool. Um, so like let's just say every wrong answer. <laughs> wrong answer. You will need to eat a peanut. Okay. So we will do two wrong answers per level. So this won't, you know, if you happen to get five wrong, you're not going to go right away to the death nut. <laughs> However, if you do get all of them wrong, then okay. you will end up at the death nut. All right. Sounds good. I'm ready. So we got 13 or we got 12 questions here with a 13 bonus question. Cool. What do I get if I win? What if I get everything right? <laughs> I actually did not think of a prize. Maybe if anyone has a prize suggestion to get a 100% score on this, then uh, send them in the comments and then we will make sure Samson gets onto <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Alrighty. Oh, so I'm just opening up the package here. So the first level is getting started. So it's Carolina Reaper peppers, chocolate bootla peppers as well. So that is the first level. Now, oh wow, I have just opened that and it is, I just got a whiff of that. It is very spicy. I am nice. myself I not really a, oh, yeah. okay. Well, so, so, so like. Here, maybe. if you like to give it a sniff. Yeah, it's a little spicy. So one fun <laughs> fact about me, I have a terrible sense of smell. Ah, oh. So, so hopefully I don't smell, but like, that's unrelated. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think that's why like I, I can handle some spicy things is because uh -huh. I can't smell it. So like. Okay. That smells okay for now. But you can still feel the pain, I'm yeah. assuming, right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first question. So this is one is a multiple choice one. Okay. <clears throat> what date was Launch Academy established? A, June 1st, 2012. B, January 1st, 2012. C, April 1st, 2012. Or D, September 1st, 2012. Okay. <laughs> um, well, we had our party in April, so my first guess is to is to do April, but <laughs> I feel like that's a trick. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, might be right. Okay, I'm gonna actually say January, January first, twenty twelve, and that. Is incorrect. No. <laughs> okay, good start. Good start. The real, the true answer is April first, twenty twelve. No. So you were correct. <laughs> we were actually officially opened on April Fool's Day. Oh well, <laughs> dang it. All right. All right so Samson one. is gonna be taking one of the level one getting started peanuts. This one. Yes. Okay. I can kind of smell. It smells kind of funky. They do say that um, you must chew the entire contents of each level for 15 seconds. 15, okay. <sighs> I shouldn't have drank so much water during the thing. Run out, <laughs> run out and grab some more later, okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, dang it. it, this is level one. <laughs> Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, is it? So how's it taste? Like, is, does it actually taste like anything? I or? definitely tasted the nut. Mm -hmm. Um, immediately my mouth is like watering already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can kind of hear it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like coming. So I definitely tasted the nut. It it didn't really taste too spicy, but it feels hot. Mm -hmm. And it feels like not painful, but it feels hot. I think that's what. Okay. Yeah. So my mouth is like hot. And I tasted some nut. Nice. All cool. right. Level one. That is <laughs> a level start. one. All right. So. I think I think the panic is like getting to me too. <laughs> so I'm getting even warmer. All right. That this was actually one of our easier questions. Right. So. <laughs> um, all right. Question number two. Okay. How many original co-founders were part of the original founding team of Launch Academy? Or in other words, how many members... Or how many entrepreneurs banded together to find found Launch Academy? A, one. B, two. 
C, three, or D, four? Um, according to our front door video, is it three? That is correct. Uh, okay, good. <laughs> we have a looping video at the front. <laughs> Actually, Make sure to watch it every day when I come in. <laughs> Actually, um, Samson was also the one updating our slides, so. Whew, thanks, thanks for the gimme. Thanks for the gimme. <laughs> All right, yeah. our next question. So, true or false? Alex Chong was part of the original three founders that found Launch Academy. Oh. Back on April 1st, 2012. True. And the correct answer is false. No. <laughs> Alex actually joined us in September um, <sighs> to be a part of the Launch Academy. Wait, so who is the third person? Or it's like three people founded it and then he wasn't the original two that found it. No, so there is three founders. Um, I didn't actually write their names. <laughs> Don't but, worry about it. So yes. you have to eat one now, though. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so we will go back to that later once I have that detail. If you know in the comments, you can write it in the comments. So. All right. So this one's going to be a little bit of a tricky one. This is how well do you know our Wait, CEO, Ray Walia? Oh. Because I got one wrong? Yes, that is correct. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you could have gotten away with this, but thank you for reminding I, I have me. To be, I have to be honest. Yes. Okay. All number right. two or number one? No. So we got one more, one more, one. Dang. And then we will move on to number two on your next wrong answer. Cool. So when do you eat the nuts? I never eat the nuts. <laughs> 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 All right. So it's not we... as bad the second time. It's actually getting kind of tasty. Oh, okay. okay. Well, how would you describe the taste? Um... It just tastes like a nut with heat that comes after. Um, I think I actually taste a little bit of like, maybe like chocolate-ish. Ah, okay. So you do taste a bit of the chocolate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Dang, all right. But you can, as you can tell, like the saliva is coming. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So this is actually a multiple selection oh. question. Okay. Um, so I will give you a hint here. There are three correct answers. So actually, to better word this, which is incorrect okay, is okay. the best way to describe this. Yeah. So out of the following work, previous work experiences or professions of our CEO, Ray Walia, which is incorrect? Okay. A, accountant. B, CEO of Razor Technology, Inc. C, owner of multiple Dairy Queen franchises. D, director of operations at Microsoft. Oh, okay. Hmm. I'm going to say the CEO of Razer, like the, the gaming brand? Or a Razer brand? <laughs> that is incorrect. What? Razer technology was not the same Razer oh. gaming interactive that I believe you're thinking about. Yeah. Um, you, you know me too well. You knew I was going to <laughs> The incorrect answer actually was director of operations at Microsoft. Oh, of course. We would know if he was at Microsoft. Yeah. But also just Dang. a little fun fact. Ray was actually the owner of two Dairy Queen franchises mm, okay. before he came and founded Launch Academy. Nice. I wonder if um, he knows how to make ice cream. Oh, I feel like you might definitely do. Also, Ray, if you're watching it. this and I'm getting any of these facts wrong, please. <laughs> I did try to fact check with Sam here. So fair enough, fair all enough. right. Um, all right. So we are now moving on to level two then. It is called warming up. Um, this one is a Carolina Reaper as well as ghost pepper powder. Okay. <clears throat> I can feel it. It's starting to creep to the back of my throat. <sighs> I did see a little bit of flinching here, so I'm assuming that this one was a little bit painful. Mm. Actually, it kind of tasted like the last one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm getting numb in the tongue. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe this will be a yeah. blessing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at this. Bring on the death. No. no. <laughs> All right. So, where was our first official traction conference hosted back in 2015? First official. Yeah. So, A, was it the Vancouver Convention Center? B, Tap and Barrel Waterfront? 
Harbor Event Center, or D, Hotel Hyatt Conference Room? Oh, okay. I don't think it's the um, Tap and Barrel of restaurant. Isn't that that's a restaurant? <laughs> um, don't think it's the Convention Center. That's, that's a really big space. Um, I'm going to say the Hyatt. That is incorrect. <sighs> it was Dang, actually is. hosted at the Harbor Event Center. Oh, oh, the SF, the SFU building. Uh, no, oh. the one in downtown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. It's the, one with, the, it's the one with the restaurant at the top, right? I don't believe so. Okay. Mm, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, just a little fun fact. We do host, well, we did host our last two in-person traction conferences at Park Hotel. Um, so yeah. for reference, we do get about 1,000 to 1,200 attendees. Um, I think 1,200 was around the average of our last uh, traction yeah, conference that we hosted right. a few months ago. Um, I can see my face getting redder in the, in the monitor. <laughs> it's getting crazy. All right. All um, right. Let's... So. Okay, level two. We are going again for level two. All right. Nice. I believe we might actually make it to the death nut at this rate. We still have <laughs> a number not, of questions. I so. might just I might just do one. <laughs> these are these are pretty okay. Yeah. Everyone should try some. We have some for the whole office. All right. <laughs> okay, so. Um, this one might be a little bit tricky, but I believe I believe in you. I feel that if you've looked at our website enough that you may be able to name at least three of these. Oh. I will give you this answer if you can name at least two. Okay, okay. All right. So, name three of our earlier Launchpad company alumni. Okay. And note, this is for our local program. So, since Launch Academy was founded back in 2012... We've had many, many notable alumni that has passed through. Yeah. If you can name at least two of them, we will give you this app. This nah. give, give, give me three because I can you. think of two right now. All right. Let's go for All the right. three. Okay. We have Lighthouse Labs. Yep. We have Later.com. Yep. And okay. I need one more. <laughs> um, I'm a little sadistic <laughs> to myself. <laughs> um, growth Genius. Will Richmond. Are they early enough? They are, but not early enough. I, I'm thinking like very earlier stages, but <sighs> okay. it, we will give it to you. Okay. Whew. Okay. I don't get to try level three yet. How many questions left? Um, there are five more, and then okay. we have, or sorry, six more, and then we have a bonus question. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. All right. So, um, out of the countries in the following. Below, which country have we not received a company or sorry, accepted a company from in our Maple and Liberty programs? Mm -hmm. A, South Africa, B, Singapore, C, Zimbabwe, or D, New Zealand? Uh, I feel like we have, we definitely have one or two people from. Australia, New Zealand area. But I don't know if it's New Zealand, but I'm going to go with New Zealand. That is incorrect. What? <laughs> Sky Class has, was a, co a company that we had join us from New Zealand. Oh. <laughs> okay. The actual answer was Zimbabwe. South Africa. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. Zimbabwe, uh, our company, Maple Company, uh, Dreamco Innovations <sighs> was also applying from Zimbabwe. You're right. All right, so it looks like we are moving on to level three here, okay, um, which is called me. It's Getting Real. The heat level is considered medium. Um, this one is a Carolina Reaper and then a seven pot brain strain peppers. What? I That is <laughs> word for word what the pepper is called. Seven pot brain strain. Seven pot brain strain peppers. Okay. Okay. See, my mouth is already watering from you reading that. So. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Mm. It definitely has that like spicy pepper taste. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah. Oh, and here comes the pain. <laughs> uh, 
The pain is kicking in. When I first tried to pick it up, it was like all sticky together. I right, had the break went off. So far, so These good. These ones huh? are, those ones do look a little bit more coated in powder. Like yeah. It is definitely much more coated. Yeah, like the nuts, uh, maybe we'll like post a picture later, but they get like darker mm -hmm. as you go down and the death nut's still hidden. So how dark does it go? We'll never know. Alrighty. Okay. So this one should be a little bit fairly easier. Cool. Am I um, slurring my words? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I am. <laughs> That's a little bit. It seems the heat's getting a little bit to you. Mm -hmm. um, so far, how many entrepreneurs in combination of all of our programs have we helped so far? A, 5,000. B, 6,000. C, 7,000. Or D, 8,000 plus. Mm. Is it 6,000? Nope. The answer <sighs> is D. We have helped over 8,000 entrepreneurs. Nice. I shouldn't have underestimated ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it looks like you got to take another one of the It's Getting Real All right. peanut. See, it's like sticky. <laughs> These two are stuck together. Okay. All right, I can like, still hanging in? Or? Yeah, when I exhale, it comes through my nose now. Ah, it must be nice to like clear. <laughs> clear my sinuses. <laughs> yeah, clearing your sinuses. <laughs> it's true, I guess, yeah. It's getting cold outside. Uh, yeah, I guess if you're like cold, you can just eat one of these and then go into the winter. Kind of like the trick with wasabi, you know? You just got to take a huge whiff. Of... Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's getting cold. All right, we do have four questions left as well as a bonus question. Um, so next question, how many countries have we represented so far in the Maple program as well as our Liberty programs? Is it A, 20, over 25, B, 10, C, 18, or D, 13? It's gonna go all the way 13. That is incorrect. What the we heck, represent over 25 different countries in our Maple and Liberty programs. Oh, do you say 25? Because I did not hear it. Yes. <laughs> it seems that the heat may be getting to I'm like bit. skipping. I'm skipping moments in time now. <laughs> okay. Level All right. Four. So should we should we take a little breather here? We got we are now on level four, which is the, called the pain sets in. Um, the heat level is considered to be hot. Um, it is double the amount of Carolina Reaper peppers, and this time it is the seven pot doula peppers. Doula, like the birthing thing. Um, I believe so. Unless I'm pronouncing this wrong, it's it's D O U G L A H. Yeah, Dougla. Dougla, doula. Dougla. If there right. is a spice or pepper expert out there, um, if we are pronouncing this incorrectly, please let us know in the comments. That was oh. like sweet and spicy. <laughs> oh no. We got a couple more questions to go through. All right, keep going, keep going. Keep going. Oh, okay, we got speed through these. All right. How many followers do we have? Oh, sorry. Let me re I actually did not write the correct <laughs> answer on this one. So I'm gonna skip over this one real quick here. But okay. um our question is: what was the name of our predecessor of bits and bites? Lunch Academy. That is correct. Yes, okay. <laughs> Can I get water or is that all? I'm sorry, we're gonna have to finish this episode, unfortunately. Okay, keep going, keep going. All right. Um, how many launch pets do we have officially? Five. Oh wow, that is correct. Oh, I'm not gonna make it to five. Okay. <laughs> all right, okay. So we are on the bonus question now. If you Get this bonus question. <coughs> we will consider doubling the prize and getting you an ice cream right after this episode. So don't worry, everyone that we is listening, or we will go get you some ice cream so that you know we can ease Samson's pain here because he is uh he is definitely struggling a bit. All right. So the final bonus question, and this is for the ice cream to save Samson's taste buds. <laughs> What figurine does Ray have in his office? Shoot. I have a hint here. No, I don't think I need it. I think I know. All right. It is a character from Lord of the Rings. It's a Sauron? 
Oh, ding, ding, ding. We have the correct oh, answer. Samson has passed the bonus question. Congratulations. Oh Thank you for joining us on this episode <laughs> of Bits and Bites. Uh, we are going to be wrapping this up a little bit quicker just so that we can make sure that um, Samson doesn't completely lose his taste buds forever. Hey, you know what? I think I'm actually okay. Honestly, number four was fine. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I said something and I swallowed a little bit of it and then I started coughing. And then it was a <laughs> All right. Okay. So what I'm hearing right now is that you're willing to take on the death night. I don't know about that. <laughs> For our audience and listeners. Hmm. I feel some pain in my teeth. I don't know if that's safe. I'll do it if you do it with me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We will see you all in the next season. Of all right. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> all right. I will oh take God. one with you in solidarity. So for everyone that's listening in, um, this one is called the death nut. Um, the heat level is stupid hot. Um, it is double the amount of Carolina Reaper peppers. It has Moruga scorpion as well as 13 million Scoville cas capsaicin? capsaicin crystals coating this peanut. You don't have to if you don't want to. So I, I will, I may, I, I will let you guys know my heat tolerance is not very great. So I pop, ooh, ooh. all right. <laughs> My body is already trying to reject this peanut. Um, so as you can see here, I'm not sure if you can tell, it is very, very dark in comparison to the first level peanut, as you can see. It's like, yeah. Do All you right. want to close out the show first? <laughs> All right. So before we get into this, thank you everyone for listening in. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, once again... <laughs> if we did get any of the trivia answers wrong, <laughs> we will make sure to correct it, but... I will say I did try to get these fact checks. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you everyone. I know this was a much different episode. I hope you had a lot more fun. I do also want to say that for our next season, season three, we are looking to revamp things a little bit. So we're really excited to show you guys what we have in store for next year. So we will see you all soon. Yeah, you guys should turn on the video for this. If you're watching later, because I'm sweating right now. All right, let's <gasps> cheers. Oh, ew. Oh, man. How you doing? Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, that is very... <laughs> All right, thank you for watching, everyone. Take care, everyone. See you. <laughs>